Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Hi, and welcome once again to Growing in Grace, the podcast with me, Mike Kapler, and him, Joel Brzezinski, the Cap and the Breeze Man, bringing you the good news of Jesus Christ. If this is your first time of listening to us, welcome aboard. Past programs, go to growingingrace.org, growingingrace.org. We've been doing this about 13 years or so, and uh, we're growing in grace. We want you to come along for the ride. Um, If you're looking for something that's a little more religious, that will tell you what you need to do to be more acceptable to God, more religious, more loved by God, more blessed by God, then you probably come to the wrong place. We're going to instead kind of turn all of that inside out and let you know what God has done for us on our behalf instead. So are you up for that, Joel? Are you I, up for another 13 I'm, years? Yeah, well, well, I, th- I just thought you meant today. <laughs> I'm, oh. good, I'm good for today. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Who knows know. what's pro- Probably not biblical for me to say 13 more years. (laughs) Who knows what's going to happen in 13 years? No, but, you know, like you said, we've been doing this for 13 years and and we're growing in grace. I mean, this is something that that the podcast we've been doing for 13 years and it was around the mid 90s. So over 20 years ago that we really kind of began this process of growing in grace. I mean, both of us have been walking with the Lord for longer than that, but when we started to get a grasp of the message of God's love and grace, that's about when that happened, and we're growing in it. You know, there are things to unlearn still. We've unlearned a lot of things that we were taught in church, and we have learned a lot of really neat good things too, and it's uh, and it's a continual process. Some people, when they're in their early walk of of beginning to grow in grace. Sometimes they'll send us messages, and I, I know on a handful of times people have asked, when does this really sink in? When am I going to get a grasp of this? And I say, you know, <laughs> just keep on walking. I mean, just just keep up. Just keep growing in grace. I mean, it's not like there's a, a moment in time. I mean, there are some, I, I should say for myself at least, there were times when things just clicked, and I just, wow, uh, you know, times of great growing and great understanding where I just understood things. But overall, we were talking beforehand, we, we've been growing in this and we're still growing. There's some things to unlearn. There's some things to learn. And it's good. Um, I think Andrew Farley calls this the 80-year the program or, you know, the, the eight, it's a process that takes a lifetime, basically. So just what I'm trying to say here is just relax and just grow. Just get to know God and let him love you let him lead and guide you and just trust in him and don't hurry this thing. That's the thing. God is in no hurry. Uh, we're the ones that are in a hurry. We want things right here and right now, and uh, we want exciting things. And uh, But sometimes we just walk and uh, we just grow as we go, so to speak. So just a little encouragement. If, if you think you're not quite getting all of this right away, just give it some time. Yeah, and boy... We really, and I say we, I'm not just talking about you who are listening. I'm talking about us and uh, people in general, especially us Christians. We have made this so much more complicated sometimes than than what it needs to be. You mentioned uh, we're still unlearning a lot of things. I I think one of the reasons why I like getting on here and doing the podcast with you or 
other avenues in which we can share the message of God's goodness and grace. I think one of the reasons like why I like to do it is because it, it reinforces for me some of the things that I'm still unlearning. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, so, some of the stuff that we had, like you mentioned, we, we were Christians for quite a while in, in our own lives before we came to this message of unconditional love and faith-based righteousness, that Jesus completed a work that is truly finished. When we started getting a hold of that, it changed everything. And it began a process of unlearning many of the religious talking points, religious jargon, you know, Christian communique that that often occurs within Christian circles. It's just so much of it was, I I won't go so far as to say anti-gospel. Some of it just didn't line up with the, the good news. And so one of the things we want to talk about here on this program today is communicating the message of the gospel to other people. How do we do that? Maybe you're like me where you've gone to an event or maybe you were just walking somewhere downtown or wherever you were at, maybe even on campus for you college students out there. Somebody suddenly just gets up on us. We call them soapbox preachers, right? They get up on a, on a box or a stage or a stand, uh, maybe even a ladder, and um, they just start preaching. And it seems like quite often they're coming across in a way that doesn't seem all that loving. It's very condemning. They're focusing on your sin and that you need to repent of that sin and that you need to get right with God and you're just slimy and dirty and you need to get right. You need to quit doing the bad stuff, start doing the good stuff. I don't know if you've ever experienced uh, anybody like that getting on the soapbox and, and starting to try to communicate what they would consider to be a Bible message. And it usually doesn't attract too many people, and, but they're, they're convinced that they're, they're doing it right. And um, I just think a lot of people just kind of walk away with no, no benefit whatsoever from what they heard. And so let's talk about this a little bit, Joel, some effective and simple ways to communicate the good news from a grace perspective. Yeah, well, this kind of uh, started at least in my mind, and just a, really a few minutes ago when we were talking beforehand, I uh, I had retweeted a tweet from the grandson of, well, one of the grandsons, of course, of uh, the late Billy Graham, Tulian Chavidian, and... Uh, Is that like a Graham son then? Graham, a Graham son. Yeah. Billy Graham's son. Yeah. Sorry about that. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, let's move on. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> the, except the pronunciation of that name. I don't know. That's, I, I'm surprised I even said it there, but people get my name messed up too. Uh, here's what Tulian Chavidian said in a tweet, and I like the simplicity of this tweet. He says, the message of the Bible in three sentences, God's demand be perfect. God's diagnosis, you're not perfect. God's deliverance, Jesus was perfect for you. Now, that's really the gospel in a nutshell, the message uh, that we can get out of the Bible in a nutshell. You know, we, we, of course, a few weeks ago, we spent some time looking at the big picture of the Bible, and that's good, too, because we need to do that. It's good to do that because it's 66 different books and lots of different authors, and there is a big message in there. But to put it into a nutshell, to make it simple, like what uh, Tulian has done here, I think that's a really great thing to do. Uh, you and I, we make this podcast 14 minutes every week. 
And some people think that that's too short. Some people can barely keep up with 14 minutes. Uh, everyone's a little different there. But yeah, indeed, how do we go ahead, go about making this thing? Because Paul said that in Christ, what we have is, is simplicity. He said, I fear, in 2 Corinthians 11, I, I fear, some, lest somehow, as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, so your minds may be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. So in Christ, what we have is simplicity. It's simple. What Christ did for us was simple. It's simple to understand. The problem that humanity had because of the fall of Adam, it's really simple. It's not that difficult to understand. And what Christ did for us is not hard to understand. Faith in him, people have really uh, made that difficult, but it's really simple. Trust in what he has done. Trust in him and not in yourself. So it's really a simple message. The Bible is simple, but I, I think so many times in the church today, uh, people, legalists and otherwise, have taken a really simple message and have added all these works and all these programs and all these principles and all kinds of things that have really corrupted that simplicity. And something like this thing uh, that Tulian Chavidian posted, and uh, if you can make it just simple, sometimes that's a lot easier for people to understand, obviously. Yeah, you know, uh, back before I, before my grace days, we'll say, as a Christian, I used to really enjoy, whenever the opportunity presented itself, I, I enjoyed, sometimes we would call it witnessing, I don't call it that anymore, but we would go out and share the gospel with people, and sometimes I would find opportunities to, to do it one-on-one. -on -one. Sometimes we would go up to the university and knock on uh, on the, the doors of the dormitories or uh, where kids were hanging out, cruising the strip. Um, we would uh, head on over there sometimes and just try to strike up some conversations with people. And I knew how to get to where I wanted to go. The problem was it, it felt more like a sales pitch to me. Now, don't get me wrong. I mean, we, we saw good things happen. People did come to uh, the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ through some of what we did out there. I, I think maybe where the, the turning point was, you know, once we, you know, they would pray with us, they, they would confess Jesus Christ or whatever took place at that time for them to, to express faith and receive, you know, that forgiveness that's been bought and paid for. I think the turning point back then was, I've mentioned this before, we tell people it's a free gift, and that's what we would communicate. It is free. There's nothing you can do to earn it. You have wages called sin, and uh, you know it means eternal death. And you know, we, I could go down Romans Road. I could, I could give them the verses. I could lead them to a place where I would, the decision would be in their hands to either accept or reject the message of Jesus Christ. And for those who would accept it. I wish I could have been there now afterward, because what I would have told them back then, Joel, was, okay, now that you're saved, here's a list of things to do. Mm -hmm. You need to read your Bible. You need to go to church. You need to get in a Bible study. You need to, you need to, you, you need to, you need to. My approach now would be quite different from that. Yeah, I think me too. I, I did a lot of that as well. Back in my early days in my walk with the Lord, I was, um, you know, I, there was a list of things that I had to do. It was, it wasn't something that I had written down, but it was a mental list. List, and there were things when I shared with other people, things that they needed to be doing as well. And it was all about doing, doing, doing. Whereas now, what I understand in our life in Christ, it's about knowing Him. It's about the fact that He knows us. 
and he knows us well. He, he knows everything about us, the good, the bad, and the ugly, so to speak. And yet in Christ... Calf's <laughs> got that on his phone. But what God sees, not just through a special lens, but what he sees because of the way that he has made us in Christ, is that he sees perfection. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't look at us and say, all right, I need to find a list of things for this person to do. I need to find a list of things for Joel to do so that he can get closer to me, so that he can stop sinning, so that he can become closer to me. What, what he has done in Christ is he has made us as close to him as we will ever be. And then day by day, what we get the honor and the joy of doing is getting to know that love and that grace that he's bestowed upon us, that he's freely given us, freely given us. Not based upon anything that we do or don't do, good or bad, but based upon the gift. And so what I would tell people these days, far different from what I used to tell people, is enjoy the gift and get to know the giver of the gift, the one who has given his love and his life to you. That's, to me, the simplicity of the gospel. And that's that's the message that we want to share with people these days. Well, I know there's more on both of our minds about this, so we'll continue on with this, uh, talking about sharing the gospel next week on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski, heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.